On this week's episode of Regular Guys Podcast, we talk all things NFL concerning injuries and the latest news. Plus, you'll get to see who we feel is our true contenders heading into the 2022 season. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now on to the show. Listening to Regular Guys Podcast. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Now you don't got to go get the tissues out. I know I have. I've been crying since this morning. Regular Guys Podcast is back. RGP is the place to be. Yes, I am your host. You already know who I am. It's so good to see your lovely faces again. We got a little change to the show. I know it's been a while. You guys have been wondering, where's Regular Guys at? Where'd he been at? I need my daily fix. It's Wednesday. We are back and better than ever. What a couple of new faces. Let's introduce the guys this time. Uh, we're going to start with Sean. Sean, tell the people what's up, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, you guys are going to be in for a ride. This is going to be a fun time. Football season is about to hit. And, you know, I'm going to add so much to the show. We're going to have a good time, guys. And so, you know, get sure. your popcorn ready. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you already know, Jake Poppy Chulo is here. Jake, tell the people what is good. Oh, my God. It is happening again, Matt. It is happening again. It's crazy. Uh, I was the one always saying, hey, can we go again? Can we go again? But, hey, Sean brought it back up. We got a team now. Um, You know, we'll introduce a few people as we go along, but we're ready, man. I'm ready to kick this off. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Yeah, man. Again, you guys want to get the tissues out. Hey, we will more than welcome it. It's a new team, new show. Uh, again, we're going to have some new stuff going on. Uh, we plan to be super active on Instagram uh, with reels and uh, TikTok with our guy West, which you guys will meet, um, you know, hopefully in a future episode. And uh, again, we're just looking to interact, put some good content out. Again, super excited to be back. Uh, we love the support. Uh, on the road to 100 followers on Instagram page, we were already at 50 before we even hit record. So the fact that we are already the halfway there just shows that you guys have been waiting for Regular Guys podcast. And here we are back again. But hey, you don't want to hear me keep rambling on. You already know the deal. We're going to go through a little uh, script to 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 show you guys what we have in store for you we're going to get into some news around the league uh hit you with some injury news uh just so that way you're well aware and up to date uh, we know we got a couple uh, fantasy drafts coming up uh, within a couple of weeks so just important to um, stay up to date as far as injuries uh, throughout camp uh, we're also gonna hit you with some other news around the league maybe not so injury related and our main topic of discussion is going to be who we feel our true contenders heading into the NFL season are going to be. So as Sean mentioned, grab your popcorn. It's going to be a good one. Going into the injury front, uh, this is something that just hit uh, not that long ago. Um, Giants fifth, uh, number five overall pick, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau just hurt his knee in preseason game against the Bengals and has been ruled out for the rest of the game. Now, Jake, I know you're a Giants fan, man. You got to tell me, are you even the slightest worried right now as to this news? 
Um, so I'm, we're looking at it as it's you know happening in real time. Uh, we don't have much information on it, but I'm hoping it's kind of like a Zach Wilson situation where it looks bad, but it ends up being something that quick surgery, quick recovery. I'm hoping that's what it is. I know Giants don't have a lot of expectations this year, but with a guy, we finally have a good pass rusher, or at least we think we do. And that's the Giants mantra. That's what they're made for. That's their defense. They've always been a defensive first team. So you finally get that pass rusher that we've been needing since we lost OC, we lost Tucker. So we haven't had that guy. So to finally draft one, we're like, oh man, cool. We're finally getting that step, you know, but we'll see. I'm hoping, you know, with information that comes in, it's not bad, but if it is, I'd rather it happen now than when we're ready to win and we need it, if that makes sense. For sure. No, that makes sense. I mean, hey, you want to make sure that uh, your investment on, you know, the franchise of a, of a pass rush, like you mentioned, that's been their bread and butter. Uh, you can ask pretty boy Tom as to why he doesn't have more Super Bowl rings, and it was because of that pass rush, man. Uh, but speaking of pretty boy Tom, Sean, Pretty Boy Tom's offensive line is looking like they're going to have to go out there and get some scrubs. Another offensive lineman down. Bucks lose another one. Aaron Stinney out for the season after torn ACL. Now, Sean, this comes after Ryan Jensen was already going to miss some time. Now, you lost Marpet due to retiring, but it doesn't stop there. Tristan Wirfs left practice not that long ago, a couple of days ago, with an oblique injury. Sean, you got to let me know, man, what are your thoughts on the, the Bucks and their offensive line injuries? It's time to press the panic button. Hey, <laughs> I mean, Brady came back. Um, Jensen was his main guy. Um, he could have signed a bigger deal somewhere else, and that was already a huge, huge loss. Um, you already know worse. I mean, he's just a freak of nature, man. Uh, that might be only a week-to-week -week thing, hopefully. Uh, but Stinny now, I mean, Brady is 45, <laughs> you know, and he needs a line. Any younger. He's not going to get any younger. He needs a line, man, and uh, it's time to panic. I, honestly, uh, they, they went from <laughs> one of the best teams to uh, – <laughs> it could get ugly real quick. Yeah, like I mentioned, man, hey, they – Bucks, I'm not saying that you got to come get them. I got a little offensive line experience. I played, you know, a little left tackle center in high school. I'm not that far from Tampa. Hit your boy up. You know, I play for the league minimum. That's better than what I'm making right now. So that's all I got to say. Uh, other injury news, uh, Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari is being removed from the pup list. Jake? Are the Packers going to be legit now that he's back? Um, I mean, yes. I mean, if you want to add Bakhtiari in there, then sure. But I don't – we'll get into it later on throughout the show, what we, what I think about the Packers. Um, I still think it's a long shot. I still think you need more than just one guy. Granted, he's the greatest offensive lineman, but you definitely need more than just him. So I guess we'll see. It's better, but, you know, as we progress, you'll see what I mean what I, and what I think about the factors. For sure, for sure. Uh, just some other injury, injury stuff to uh, kind of rattle off here. Uh, Panthers rookie quarterback Matt Corral is out for the season after having his foot stepped on. 
Um, he left that game um, against the uh, Patriots, I believe, after having his foot stepped on. It is now ruled that he is going to be out for the season. Uh, Eagles running back Miles Sanders should be ready for week one as he continues to recover from a soaring type hamstring. Obviously, as a running back, that's super important to get him ready. Uh, James Robinson of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars to be ready for their home opener uh, amid uh, recovering from a torn Achilles. And Ken Walker, the Seahawks rookie running back, is expected to make a full recovery um, uh, recovery from his uh, hernia uh, surgery that he had. It is, they are trying to say that he will, looks to play week one, but they are not also trying to rush it, especially um, with uh, having a guy, Penny, there. Um, but we got some other news on Kayvon. Uh, Jake, what you got for us? So right now I'm looking at Bleacher Report, and they say optimism of Kayvon's injury is that he avoided a major injury. Um, he's been seen walking around on the sidelines, uh, Tom Pelissero announced. So with that, you know, him walking around, you wouldn't have your top five pick walking around on the sidelines if it was a major injury. So that's good news. Hopefully it's nothing serious. I know everybody was a little worried because he got carted off. Uh, but he's walking around, sure. so hopefully that's, hopefully that's a good thing. Yeah, big. For sure. Um, that's going to conclude for our injury front. Again, we'll, we'll look to uh, keep you guys up to date each and every week. Um, as we record also again through our instagram uh, page follow us regular guys podcast uh, to stay up to date uh, and just another news around the league uh, we mentioned pretty boy tom tom brady is expected back at camp after stepping away for personal reasons personal reasons we may not know sean may know you know him and pretty boy tom pretty close uh yeah, sean pretty is close. pretty you know this is some good news for it, the books i mean it, it, I mean, it is good news. Uh, the rumor is he's uh, been a contestant on Dancing with the Stars, so uh, uh, keep an eye on that. Wow, man. Uh, it's, I, it's, a jo- it's a joke coming time. around. It's a joke coming around, <laughs> but I'm sure it's, you know, for Tom to take time off, I'm sure it's something major. So, I mean, definitely you get Tom back. I mean, it's going to be a big boost. Um, you know, his leadership alone is, you know, is telling. Oh, okay. Now, look, we're going. I just got a little question. How would the Brady haters feel? Now, let's say that was true. Let's say it's because he was doing a couple episodes of Dancer with the Star. I doubt it. Obviously, you know, it's a joke. How would the Brady haters feel to know that the greatest quarterback of all time is stepped away from preseason, you know, games? Granted, he wasn't going to play, but camp in in itself. To know that he was trying to get his Shakira on, Sean. I mean, it would hurt him. Uh, and actually, I got it mixed up. It was a mass singer and not Dancing with the Stars. That was the rumor. It's been all over the internet. Gotcha. So uh, I hope it's not true just for the sake of because Tom Brady, his leadership has always been the biggest thing uh, that surrounds him. You know, like the, the players from the, the best player on your team to the last best, you know, the least best player on your team that, you know, Tom Brady always has a relationship with those guys. And for him to do something like that would be insane. But I, I don't believe it. But, you know, cross my fingers on that one. Yeah, for sure. But uh, we'll uh, look. Obviously, the Bucks again, are, are excited to get him back. I don't know how excited he is, especially with uh, a makeshift offensive line that's going to be protecting him going into week one. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. 
Uh, another news, uh, rookie Romeo Dobbs, receiver out of uh, the Packers, is turning some heads, gentlemen. Um, now, before I ask my question, I'm going to just kind of riddle off some stats. Week one against the Niners, seven target targets, uh, three receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown. All right. Now, week two against the Saints, five targets, three receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. Sean, are we buying stock in the rookie that he could be potentially the face of the Packers receiving court? We got to hold our horses on this one, guys. Um, you know, not many starters are playing right now. Um, I, let's give it some time. You know, I mean, he does have uh, Rodgers as his quarterback. So, I mean, he could probably, you know, definitely do some good things with them. But uh, right now I would hold our horses and uh, just wait and see when he starts playing against the starters and go from there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to agree there with you. The target share, I will say, is something that I will buy. Just a little bit. Seven targets the first game. Five targets the second game. That's pretty big for a rookie who was drafted, I believe, a fourth or a fourth or fifth round out of Nevada, mind you. Um, the competition there is not that great that they're facing. So I will buy the target share. I'm not going to buy it because of the receptions. Now, again, as you mentioned, it's preseason. I think Jordan Love has tossed him both his touchdowns. They got a little, you know, Nevada connection going on there. Yeah. But the yards is not something crazy. Um, had he had three receptions for like maybe 75 or 100 yeah. both times, I definitely, okay, we might want to look to, you know, draft this guy in fantasy drafts towards the back end of the draft. But Agreed. Jake, you got any guys uh, that you want to maybe spotlight that are turning heads for, your, for you and your opinion for preseason so far? Yeah, so one guy that I'm bringing up is uh, George Pickens. Uh, uh, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was drafted um, in the second round, pick 52. So the Steelers have been great when it comes to drafting wide receivers. Um, and there has never been a guy in the top five, top 10, mainly because the Steelers have always been good. They've never had a pick that low in the draft or that high in the draft. So for them to always consistently grab a guy and he always ends up being a stud. You look at A.B., Heinz Ward, um, Santonio Holmes. None of these guys were top 10 wide receivers. They were all back-end guys that who knows what's going to happen. If they stay on the team, then that's A. It was a good draft pick. It's kind of one of those things. So when you see a guy like George Pickett, 6'3", big body, but also fast, who's, who's competing with him? I mean, yeah, you have um, Deontay Johnson, who's not going to lose his touches, obviously, but you need that wide receiver too. Claypool's been falling off a little bit, so I wouldn't be shocked if you see Pickens, that wide receiver too, maybe towards the end of the year, be that 1B to um, Deontay Johnson's one day. Yeah, that's not a bad take. In uh, his uh, nickname, for all you guys listening, NFL Young Boy. All right. So just look out for him, NFL young boy, George Pickens. He's uh, he's turning some heads, although I'm not a big fan of him because he's coming out of Georgia. I'm a Gators fan, as Sean is also. Yeah. In my opinion, he's trash. But, hey, 
He did his thing in the preseason. We got to give him credit. What about you, Sean? Anybody turning heads for you? Yes, actually, let me tell you guys, America's team, okay? We're back on the map. I'm telling you right now, special team. We got primetime oh. junior, baby. We got Turpin, no, dude. Oh, no. He, he ran back a 98-yard touchdown off a kickoff and a punt return for 86 yards off a kickoff return. Um, he was a beast. He was an MVP in the uh, USFL. I know that's not, that doesn't say much, but um, he was, he's always been um, the guy that people look past, but I, I think he could actually do some damage uh, on a serious note um, for the special teams of Dallas. You know, I mean, I know that's not like, you know, it's part of the three. It's not necessarily know? wow. Yeah, yeah. I, but I get but you. I get what you're, it brings I get what you're saying. It's important. I mean, look what Hector did, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I get you. Uh, I don't know if Dion would appreciate you calling him primetime junior, though. That man is, you know, they, they one in a million. But I get it, though. <laughs> Turpentine, time, baby. I got it. I got it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, guys, that is going to conclude for our other news. But again, regulars, this is what you have been waiting for. Our main topic discussion. Who's our true contenders for this season? Now, before we get into who we feel are our true contenders for the season, make sure you guys let us know down in the comments on the YouTube channel. Um, who do you feel are true contenders? If you agree with us also too, hey, let us know. If you don't agree, also let us know. We would gladly appreciate it. And um, again, we're going to make sure we read all the comments when you guys do comment. But enough of me talking. Let's get into it. We're going to let Jake go first. Jake, let the people know who you feel is your true contender. And we'll say who you feel is really going to win the Super Bowl for this year. All right, so I have a legit contender, and then I also have a sleeper contender. So when that wouldn't surprise me if we end up seeing them either in the championship game or possibly playing that game in February. So my legit contender would be the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I feel like the additions they've made have really notched them up to that top tier. You add JC Jackson, which is an incredible lockdown corner, who's also a ball hawk. Not only is he just getting the picks, but he's also gonna lock your guy down. He's not a Trayvon Diggs that'll get burnt four times in a game, but then also get two picks. So you have a guy, I had to throw that shot, I had to throw that shot. But a guy like J.C. Jackson will lock your receiver down, but he'll also get those picks when he's tested. So you have that on side of Asante Samuel Jr. Those two corners right there will take care of a lot of the weapons in the AFC West. You got Khalil Mack. People think he's done. But when you're on a Bears team that's bad, it's really hard to be motivated to play really hard, especially when there's nothing to play for. You don't have much time left on your career, so why are you going to give your entire energy to a team that is basically out there trying to lose games? So I could see that. And then just Khalil Mack on side of Joey Bosa. You can't tell me offensive linemen are not scared of that. And then you got a a nice veteran in Van Noy for the linebackers. That's somebody that's going to help that young linebacker group 
you know, help them set their feet right, be ready for the offense, be able to call any kind of plays that they need to. So to have a veteran like that who can also still play, that's just going to bring the defense up tremendously. And you already know their offensive weapons. So I just feel like this year they might lose. I have them, you know, splitting with um, Kansas City in the regular season. But I do think that they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they win it because the NFC teams that I like, I, I will say they're more experienced. And I think they can go ahead and take it. But I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the Super Bowl. And then just real quick, my sleeper contender, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, their new head coach is the offensive coordinator from the Rams. He's coming now with an offensive mind. Justin Jefferson, I'm telling you right now, if he replicates a Cooper Cup season like last year, don't be shocked. And then his second receiver is Adam Thielen, who apparently is turning out to be the Adam Thielen of 2018 from all the reports that we're seeing. You got Dalvin Cook. You got Irv Smith, who's healthy now. Yeah, that, that, that offense right there is, I'm telling you, don't be shocked if they're going to be in the postseason, but don't be shocked if they're in that championship game or playing in February. All right. Now, although I, I'm going to agree with you, I personally feel the Chargers win that division. But I have a question. Are you the least concerned that this is a team in the Chargers that just hasn't been able to get it done? finish games i mean let's not forget people this is the same chargers team that was hoping for a tie last year against the raiders do you feel this is also a team who was injury riddled a lot um do you feel that okay this is going to be put aside from them and this is why you have them as your main because i'll i'll say me personally I had to look at that and I do feel that they finally get over that hump. I do think Mac and Bosa will kind of, well, they should help each other stay healthy. Hopefully, obviously, you know, injuries, you can't really predict it. I love the JC Jackson um, addition. They continue to add to the offensive line, um, but the guard they drafted out of Boston college for, you know, Herbert, but do you feel that they are finally ready to jump over the injuries, jump over not being able to finish games late to finally make it to the to the big dance? So injuries are tough to say, yes, they're not going to have them. They're going to be able to avoid them. Sometimes you can just have freak accidents. Look at Barkley. Last year, he was completely out because someone stepped on his foot. So it's like stuff like that can really just, you can't control that. That has nothing to do with your diet, doing what you have to do in the weight room. That has nothing to do with that. You could have freak accidents. So as far as injuries, obviously, if they stay healthy, then yes. But I will answer you about the decision-making. This is a time where we decide if Staley is the guy or not. You have the team in front of you. If Staley can't make the decisions as a head coach that you need to to win games, I wouldn't be shocked if the organization says, you're not the guy, it's time to go. Because the team is ready to win. It has nothing to do with the team. Herbert's a quarterback that's going to follow what the coach says. You can tell he's not going to be a guy that's going to go against what the coach has 
he's not there yet also in his career. He's not a Peyton Manning that can just ignore what the play calls are and then just do what he does. He's not there yet, but he has the talent to win the games. So if the head coach, if this coaching staff does not make the right calls, doesn't call the right plays, then I wouldn't be shocked if Staley's gone. But it all depends on them. Hopefully they've learned from their mistakes because Staley's also new to the head coaching job. So if he makes the right decisions, then yes, I see that happening. So I think this falls on the coaching staff, really. Now, Sean, I saw your face. I think I saw the face, you know, glean a little bit when he mentioned more so about Minnesota. But do you have any, you know, questions or maybe a little bit of a pushback as to Jake's take on the Chargers going all the way? I actually, um, I like his pick, honestly. Um, it's hard to argue with the talent. They, I mean, they're very talented. Um, my only pushback is that division, man, the West is insane i just think they're gonna all beat each other up i really do and i'll be honest with you in that division and that division i just can't i want to i want to agree with you Tick, but i just can't overlook Mahomes quite yet i just can't i i want to i really like herbert i really like the charger squad um i just feel like some way, somehow, Andy Reid and Mahomes uh, and the offense gets it done. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but in my heart, you know, that's my only pushback. I just think that division is going to be really tough and they're going to beat each other up, you know. So that's my only pushback. On I that. mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's, there's really nothing wrong with that. The I would say, you know, I don't want to get too off topic, but the only reason why I would have – I don't have the uh, – Patriots, the Chiefs winning the division. I don't think it's mainly because of the offense. Um, I will say I'm buying a little bit the snippets that I'm hearing out of camp with the receivers they have, Juju, MVS, uh, Sky Moore. I mean, McCall Hartman's been there for, yeah. what, three, four years at this point. So you got to hope at some point it clicks. And obviously they have the old faithful, Mr. Reliable, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So I agree with you that Mahomes, Andy Reid will get it together. And, you know, Mahomes being a great quarterback that he is, will make sure that on the offensive side, they're good. I'm not confident in the Chiefs defensively. Uh, I, and I that's where, yeah. yeah, and that's where, and I think Jake would agree also too. I just, yeah. The honey badger was there. Now don't get me wrong. Um, the guy they 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 signed from the Texans, um, Reed, Justin Reed, young safety, yeah. good safety, yeah, good safety. Don't get me wrong, he's good. But man, the honey badger yeah. was literally That's just around the yeah. ball a lot. Jadavius um, Ward, although he wasn't the best, is now over in the Bay with the Niners, and. Yeah, they drafted a, a corner out of uh, Washington who I like, uh, McDuffie, but it is also a rookie corner. I mean, yeah. I can't just sit here and say he's going to come in and lock down. We're still waiting yeah. for Jeff Okuda to lock down, and he's going into year three. I understand he got hurt last year. Don't beat yeah. me up too much, Detroit fans. But it's the defense. I look over I, at the I, Chargers. I, yeah, I know what I'm going to get. You could have Bosa and Mac potentially both have 15 sacks a piece. JC Jackson is going to follow your number one guy. 
And you got Mr. You know, highest pay safety in the world, Derwin James back there. So I that's that's just all I gotta say. Again, I I probably went too long yeah. on that, but no, you're good. I understand you know. though. I, I completely understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, it's but obviously Chargers fans, if there are any left, uh no, you know, not trying to poke fun at you at all. They want to hear that. They want to hear the fact that Jake's got them going to the Super Bowl, winning it all. Now, Jake, before we move on to Sean, um, I think I think you might have said it already. I think you said honorable mention. Um, but if the Chargers, if you have the Chargers winning it all, who is going to meet them out of the NFC and lose to them? Oof. So NFC, to be honest, Originally, before all these injuries happened, I had Bucks possibly over the Rams, but who knows what's going to happen with all the old line injuries. Um, out of the NFC, I take the Rams, to be honest, and I don't think it's really a, that much of a fight in the NFC. I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams kind of blow through the NFC, because um, who's really going to who's gonna stop them, especially in their division? They got their division locked out. It's theirs to lose, basically. If they lose, it's because they got hit with a ton of injuries or something crazy is happening in San Francisco that Trey Lance ends up being the guy. That's really the only team in that division that could kind of give them a run for their money. Maybe the Cardinals, but we have to see what happens with Murray. He struggled in the he struggled really bad in that playoff game. So you're hoping he can no bounce Hopkins. back from that? Yeah, no Hopkins the first six games. Hopkins, and, first six games. Yeah. And Hopkins was not good last year. He went down tremendously. Like that, you want to talk about old man regression? That was an old man regression. So, I, out of the NFC, I think it's Rams, and it's it's not a competition. So we'll see what happens if everything stays healthy with the Bucks. Maybe them, but yeah, that's that's what I think in the NFC. Yeah, gotcha. I got gotcha. you. All righty then. Well, hey, again, Jake stated his case as to why he feels the Chargers are going to go all the way and why he feels they are his true contender. So again, let us now, uh, know down in the comments if you agree with him, uh, yes or no. Hey, we want to hear what you guys have to say at all times. But now we're going to go to Sean. Sean, you now have the floor to let us know why Jake is wrong and why you feel your team, whoever it is that you are going to choose, is a true contender for this upcoming season so if you uh if you asked me a couple weeks ago i would have said the bucks you know just like jake kind of said uh in the nfc uh, i just felt like they got julio jones you know they, I, I feel like their defense is a little bit older another year under their belt um I, you know but that was a few weeks ago until these injuries you know um so i'm actually a big believer in the bills this year i really am i think Josh Allen, each year he progresses. I mean, I know uh, last year and the year before they were kind of similar years. Um, he had three or 400 more rushing yards that, uh, last year. Um, but he's such a dual threat. I, I, I love Josh Allen. Um, they had the number one defense last year. Um, and they actually uh, added Von Miller to that. Um, I think their defense, I, I know they uh, didn't look too good in the playoffs against the, the Chiefs, but uh, – I just think another year under their belt as well. They're 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 going to be a very good you know top five defense again. I think their offense is a I'm going to say a top three offense honestly. I, I just think Josh Allen. Uh, I know they lost Beasley, 
but they did pick up um, Jake's guy uh, Crowder, and he was he was pretty good for the Jets. I mean, um, so he he would be he's a nice slot receiver pickup, and they got Diggs. Uh, I just feel like jo- it's Josh Allen's year. Davis I really also. do. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. Um, and they all also pick up uh, uh, the offensive lineman. I think it was Stoffer Stoffold. I forget his name, but uh, he he was a uh, he was in the uh, off, uh, the Pro Bowl last year. So I mean, I mean another Pro Bowl uh, offensive lineman is just, you know to help Josh Allen. I just I just I'm just a believer in Josh Allen, and I think uh, he's the best dual threat quarterback right now in football and he just he's 26 years old and he's getting better and better each year and I'm just a believer in him so uh that is my Super Bowl winner I'm going with this year now now uh regulars for you guys that are listening I feel like you're going to see there are different tiers in our contenders for each of us I feel like uh Sean maybe went with the the obvious I mean, would any of us really be shocked if the Bills made it to the to the Super Bowl one at all? Yeah. I don't think so. I think we can all agree here that the Bills are very legit, even probably more legit with, you know, like you mentioned, with the, the additions they added through free agency in the draft. Uh, Jake probably went for the one where they're ready to finally take that hump. And I'm going to, you know, leave mine for afterwards. Um, but mine is more of a, a sleeper type pick. But... Sean, I have I do have a question. All right. Just like I, I had a question for uh for Jake. Although again, I would not be shocked at all if the Bills made it. Okay. Do you think they can finally get over the hump of the Chiefs? I do. I, I you know, I know I I, I know the uh, Mahomes factor. I, I you know, I'm he's a he's a beast, but I, I feel like kind of like your argument uh last segment. Um the defense, I think, you know, hopefully the Bills would be able to get at least one stop in the playoffs next time. You know, I, I just, you know, like I said, I just feel like, oh, they the need. Bills, you know, the Bills. Yeah, I, I feel this is their, this is their year. I so I I do to answer your question and not run around it. Uh, I do think you know they're going to get the Chiefs this year for sure. I mean, I will don't get me wrong. If we could get every time the Bills and Chiefs, you know, matched up, yeah, that game that they had, please sign me yeah, up. Arguably the best playoff game, you know, yeah. as far <laughs> as recent memory, yeah. the shootout. It is so unfortunate that it came down to a coin toss. Yeah. And um, I'm glad they changed the rules because yeah. Josh Allen in the chief in the Chiefs in the uh, Bills should have definitely had a chance to answer back. Yeah. Um, now I have another question. Last question, and I'll let you know an see answer. if Jake's got any <laughs> have any uh, pushback or if he agrees. Von Miller, he's not going to be playing next to Aaron Donald. Now I'm not oh. saying you know Von Miller or that Aaron Donald was the main legit reason why uh, Von Miller had all these sacks. But when you have arguably the best non-quarterback player in the league, commanding double team, triple team, heck, quadruple team, it is a little easier to get some sacks. And he is, you know, up there in age. I was not a fan of his contract. 
I was a fan of him going to the Bills because they, you know, they need a, a legit pass rush guy. Yeah. But do you think that he will be able to command a respectable sack uh, amount for this season? I, I do. I, I think uh, it's uh, everybody's got to play their role, you know, uh, as, as long as the Bills, their defense, because they got a very solid defense. They really do. Like, you know, um, if everybody plays their role, I feel like Von Miller would definitely, you know, I'm not saying he's going to come out here and be Nick Bosa or something, you know, but I, I feel like, you know, I, I think he can get 10 sacks this year, you know. I mean, I know that's not a lot, yeah. a lot, but 10, 10, you know, 10 to 12 sacks. I mean, that would be at his age. Be that would him. be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're right. I, but I, I do feel, you know, he could possibly get about 10 sacks. I, I think um, yeah. everybody just got to play their roles, you know, on the defensive end. I, I, he will make some noise. I think, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like I said, Aaron Donald noise, but I, I feel like, yeah, for you sure. Know, he's going to help him a little bit. Yeah. I can respect that. I can respect that. Jake, you got any pushback to add to that? Um, just so I can be that guy, yes, I do have some pushback. Um, but I'll be honest. First of all, I do think the Bills have probably one of the better chances to not only make it to the Super Bowl but also win it. Um, I don't think, to be honest, the Chiefs are going to be that that much of a juggernaut this year. They have a lot more questions than they do answers. Gotcha. Um, Mahomes is great. Yes. But we've also seen when there's a lot of questions, what happens to Mahomes. Last year, he had some question marks, and he wasn't the best quarterback in the first half of the year. In the Super Bowl, they had a spotty O-line. He was thrown from the plane position, and you know things still weren't happening. So we've seen Mahomes where things don't work out, what happens. So it's not like he's going to win every single game. They're always going to be there. We've seen when he's had some struggles. But yeah. to get back to the Bills, the only thing that gets me, Von Miller is probably the best pass rusher on the team, correct? No. Double team Von Miller, who are you scared on about that pass rush? Who scares you? That's you true. still, Ed Oliver, we've been waiting to break out for I don't know how long. Feels like he's been yeah. in the league for 10 seasons. We're still waiting for him to break out. Gregory Rousseau, you're hoping he ends up being something like he was in Miami. He's, he doesn't look like it. We're hoping. Yeah. And behind Tredavious White, what corner are you scared of to shut your your wide receiver down? Okay, I got to push back a little bit. Uh, Kyer Elam, yes, it's yeah, some it, Florida it, Gator it, bias it, here. Sean, yeah. please yeah, <laughs> join me there with that. Uh, Kyer Elam is legit, and especially yeah. in the scheme that they run of, they're going to play a lot of man, and he is very well equipped, again, I will take my bias away from that because it is the NFL. Everyone's stronger and faster and quicker. They know your tendencies. It's a lot on a rookie cornerback. So he could struggle as most rookie corners do struggle, but I do think he's a, just a tad bit more prepared. Just like Stingley, I feel is more prepared because they played in the SEC. They've gone up against the Jerry Judys, the the Michis, the Jameson Williams, you know, just the name, the Justin Jeffersons. So it is a little bit better, but I will agree with you on the defensive end part. That is a lot of pressure on a guy who is what thirty three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he got a we five year deal. Waiting for, yes, we are still waiting for Ed Oliver to show up to the league. 
Gregory Russo, you know, I think he was late first, early second round. Yeah. Yes, he he was really nice at the University of Miami. Um, can he be that nice again? Again, if he could get 10 sacks on one side and and Vaughn get 10, I, that's all you really need. We're not saying oh, yeah, that although sure. the Bills would take it. Hey, you know, Gregory, go get 20 sacks. Yes, they would obviously love it. But he didn't really play much last year. So, and I think they got Carlos Basham, um, also two defensemen out of Wake Forest. So we'll see. The defensive line, I feel, if they are going to really put their stamp of we are going to win it all, has to step up. But it can't be stepping up from Vaughn. It's got to be stepping up from the others. Gotcha. So, And the corner that you mentioned, all right, he was good in college. But we're in the NFL now. Things change. No, yeah, for sure. He has to, yeah. he has to go up against either Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle twice a year. Yeah. Granted, we don't know what's going to happen with Tua if he can even get them the ball. We have to see this year. <laughs> but those two guys can kill a defense. We've seen yeah. Tyreek Hill do it against amazing corners. And we know Trey White's going to handle Tyreek, but who's going to handle Waddle? Yeah. That's huh? that's that's For serious sure. right there. Sure. So he was great in college. If it could happen in the NFL, then the Bills are set, especially for the future. You yeah. want a guy like that to be great. So yeah. hopefully it uh, works. We'll see. Yeah, you got was, anything else to add to that, Sean? No, yeah, I was just going to say uh, on that point, at least at the cornerback position, um, you know, that that's like a wide receiver position. You know, you're kind of NFL ready if you're, uh, a top co- corner so I mean he, I'm sure he's gonna have some uh growing pains but at least he's he can get in there and make a difference right away you know so yeah I'll, and I'll just add real quick to that because you already have a great secondary it's not like Derek Stingley where name me another Texan corner oh wait oh. exactly we don't know it <laughs> So the fact that you have Tredavious White, hey, Rook, just take care of the number two. I'm going to follow number one the entire time, unless I get hurt. Uh, hey, Rook, you get beat over top. Don't worry, we got great safeties. Although they're getting a little sure. bit up there in their age, you know, Hyde and um, uh, poor, um, poor, um, yeah. poor. Yeah. yeah, but it's still nice. It is a great situation for him to go into. But I will agree with you, Jake. I don't want to make it seem like I'm, although uh, he's a Gator boy. Um, he can struggle again. Jeff Okuda <laughs> was promising coming out of Ohio State. Now, granted, he was having a solid year before the injury, but boy, that rookie season was absolute brutal. It was not fair to him. He had to go up against Devontae Adams, who is arguably still the best receiver in the league right now, twice a year, let alone the first game of the season, and was absolutely getting cooked. But we'll see. Um, yeah, I, we'll see. I, I will agree, though, that that offense is probably going to help that rookie corner and that defense a lot. For sure. Jamison Crowder has not had a quarterback like Josh Allen in his entire career. And he has always been a producer at the slot position. Do not be, you know, concerned or – yeah. Don't be surprised – if he ends up being the number two wide receiver, just because of how much production he gets from the slot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, they get, uh, like um, Sean was mentioning, Diggs, 
Uh, Gabriel uh-huh. Davis is looking to have a big year. You had Crowder in the slot. You have Knox at tight end. Uh, the running backs are, they look like they're kind of looking to form a three-headed monster. Yeah. Um, back there with um, uh, Moss. Uh, Singletary. 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 And uh, Cook. Cook. Yeah, so. And Allen. I know that what you know, Josh <laughs> Allen is capable of. Um, and again, you know, regulars, let us know if you agree with Sean down in the comments. I again, I'm gonna say I don't think it'll be shocking if they make it. To be oh, honest, yeah, for sure, it it would be more shocking if they didn't, because we all feel they are primed to finally make that leap over the Chiefs. So we'll see. Season's two, you know, two weeks away. We're going to open up with the bang. It's the Rams versus the Bills. There's no better way to open up the season than that firework of a show right there. Yes, sir. Your boy Elam got a test with Allen Robinson week one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, going to be a show, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is now my turn. Now, look, before I start this, all right, I'm just gonna say it. Sean's been giving me pushback from the moment I told him who I was going with. So I I expect that the same pushback is gonna be there. I welcome you. For those of you who are listening, you will know I'm not going to flex my bias on my team. Okay. It's just not necessary. Now you're saying, wait a minute, Matt, you just said Kyrie Elam, Gator, cornerback. You like him a lot. Yes, I understand what I said, but I'm not, I didn't say he was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. So please bear with me about who I'm going to tell you is going to shock the world and win the Super Bowl. Last year, when the season started, could anybody really tell me? they saw the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. No, right? Jamar Chase couldn't catch a football. I mean, this is the same team that Joe Burrow towards ACL the, the year before. They won like three, four games. They had another top three pick. So the thing is nobody saw it happen. I'm going to tell you why. The Indianapolis Colts. Yes, I said it as I sit here. Wearing my Indianapolis Colts jersey. Sean, pick your head up. I see you over there. Why they are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Let's get started, shall we? The Indianapolis Colts traded away Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan. I get it. Matt Ryan's old, you say. Carson Wentz was actually also bad. All right. How bad? On target throws from a clean pocket. Now we're let's we're going to talk about accuracy. On target throws from a clean pocket. Matt Ryan ranked ninth. Carson Wentz, thirtieth. On target throws on non-screens. Matty Ice, seventh. Carson Wentz, thirty-first. On target throws under pressure. We all know the Falcons had a horrible offensive line, and we all know. The Colts, I'm not going to say have the best, but it's definitely top 10, whether it's at number eight or, you know, number 10. On target throws under pressure, Matty Ice, third. Carson Wentz, 26th. Now you say, wait, Matt, 
Matty Ice is the next thing of Drew Brees ending his career. Noodle arm, can't throw it deep at all. Wrong. On target throws, deep. 15-plus air yards. Matty Ice, fifth. Carson Wentz, 16th. I'm not saying Matt Ryan is going to return to MVP form. The Colts simply don't need him to be MVP, Matt Ryan. Obviously, again, we'll take it, but we don't need him to. Frank Reich's offense predicated off of just being accurate. Look what we did with Phillip Rivers. Made it to the playoffs. Guy was 39 years old. Matt Ryan is going to be Phillip Rivers 2.0. And that's okay. That's all we need. Other additions. We traded for a still young Yannick Ngakwe, who for some reason goes under the radar. I'm not saying that he's the best defensive end, but the guy is averaging 10 sacks a year. That's, you know, pretty consistent. I mean, the year that he got traded from Jacksonville, um, I think he then went to the Ravens, or no, he went to the, the Vikings, and then he went to the Ravens. He still had 10 sacks playing on three different teams. Last year, playing again, you know, opposite of Max Crosby, 10 sacks. This year, playing with a guy like DeForest Buckner, a guy like Quiddy Pay, who we're, you know, all hoping he makes a huge jump. I don't see why 10 sacks is not doable. Oh, and then we went out and signed Stephon Gilmore. I get it, 32 years old, but Stephon won't be playing man. It's more of a zone, which I think is best for aging corners. Um, obviously, you know, he was a de former defensive player of the year with the Patriots, won a Super Bowl. He's known for locking down in, in that role. But again, this defense last year ranked 10. Ranked top 10. Now it was at 10, but we've literally been at, at, at in the top 10 for the last three years. Defense was also second in the league in 33 total turnovers. I don't see how that doesn't improve this year. Now, I will agree with you listening, and as you know, my, my guys here will also agree with me, it is a very weak division. There is nobody giving us a run. But that is also why I feel they have a shot to go all the way. It's the sixth easiest schedule. Sean mentioned it. The AFC West is literally going to be killing themselves this year because there's just so much talent the AFC West could potentially have all their teams with a winning record and two of them are going to miss it. But that's just because of the, how simple, you know, how great the AFC is just stacked. Uh, top 10 offensive line. I'm going to say top three running game. I'll say it's number three. I'll give my respects to the, the Titans, obviously King Henry. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the Browns running game. Nick uh, Chubb is just on a different level, obviously with Kareem Hunt as well. Again, Jonathan Taylor. Awesome. Hey. Now, the Bills should definitely run away with their division. I don't really see, you know, anything happening there unless Tua just says, hey, I told you all I needed was some weapons. I just needed, you know, some time. But we'll see. Um, again, we mentioned that the AFC West is going to kill each other. And although we do play that division this year, realistically, I don't see how we, we can't win at least two. Against the Chiefs, I think we could easily win that. No, I'm not going to say easy. I think we could win that. Against the Raiders, I think we could win that. Now, against the Broncos and Mile High, probably lose that. 
although I'm going to be at this game, Monday night game against the Chargers, I could see us losing that. I personally don't hope so. I'm going to be at the game for crying out loud. But, hey, you never know. Now, again, I'm running out of breath here. You're saying, Matt, you're rambling too much. You're literally giving me every little spiel in the book as to why you feel if you got to do this, then they are not a true contender. I get it. But this is why I have to, because a lot of you will look at the Indianapolis Colts and you will say, there's no way they, they can go all the way. Yeah, win their division, but that's because it's a bad division. And I would agree with you. I'm just saying the Indianapolis Colts have been quietly building something and they are slipping under the radar just as the Bengals did last year and it would not shock me at all if they got to the Super Bowl and won it Sean yeah I know you've been biting at the bit to 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 give me your your pushback so please Uh, my good sir take it away all right I don't want to be the bad guy here okay I don't hate the Colts I think they actually do got a solid team but, but I think people, I think they will have a good year, but I think people are going to be blinded because you brought it up. They got the sixth easiest schedule. So they might come out with 11, 12 wins. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not sure what you think, but I, you know, I looked at their schedule. I'm thinking they might get 11, 12 wins. Um, but I'll be honest with you, man. I'm at 12 and, 12 and five. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And I, I feel like people are going to jump on that um, because I, I think they actually have a chance to actually, you know, I think it's going to be between them and the Bills that, that actually win the AFC, the number one seed. But Matt Ryan, I, I hear the stats. You know, stats are great. You know, when you look at your phone, you're like, oh, that's great. But it's also – you know, the first three drives of the game, he goes three and out. The other team's up 21 points, and then now he's throwing the ball over the field, and his stats look great. I'm not a Matt Ryan guy. Um, five years ago, yeah, Matt Ryan. I, do I think he's an upgrade from Carson Wentz? 100% I do. I really do. Although it's not but, saying much. I mean, shoot, we could all be an upgrade. I, I <laughs> know, yeah, that is 100% true. I'm just – I feel like – they might get one playoff win, but at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, it's not defense to win championships anymore. It's really, you know, I, I feel like it, it, it kind of over the years turned into a quarterback league. I mean, I, I, I feel like we can all kind of agree with that. Um, and I just think Matt Ryan, he's not terrible. He's not bad. Um, I feel like he's at this time, uh, at his, uh, it, you know, his age now, um, I feel like he's still got a decent amount of football left, but I feel like he's a middle-of-the-pack kind of quarterback. So I really, you know, I think they're going to have a good year, but I just don't see Matt Ryan getting him over the hump. That's the, you know, that's how I feel about it. I don't see him beating that. the big quarter. Yeah, I don't see him beating the big quarterback. And I know it's not him versus, you know, Josh versus Allen. Team, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, they both got great teams around them. Who would I rather have? You know, there's a couple quarterbacks I'd rather have with their teams. Yeah. And before I, Jake, before I let you go, I would, so I'm, I'd agree with you there. The only reason why, again, I, I, I do put stock into this. 
again, for those of you who are listening, I've never been that type every single year. Colts are going to make it to the Super Bowl. This <laughs> is it. It's literally been every, I need to see this first before I can drink the Kool-Aid. I yeah. need to see this first. I mean, again, you know, we were talking about it a couple of days ago. It was like week 14, and I still was not sold on us making the playoffs. And y'all was right. We lost to the Raiders, and then we go and lose to the, the freaking Jacksonville Jaguars for crying out loud. <laughs> but the Bills, we literally went into Buffalo. You could have put Curtis Painter back there for crying out loud. We all know how bad Curtis Painter was. Yeah, You could have put Nathan Peterman back there. It didn't matter. We were going to win that game. Why? Because Jonathan Taylor went off. Yeah. Now, because you have Matt Ryan, it's easier to, hey, Jonathan Taylor, you know, you don't maybe have to run as much. That's a couple throws here and there, but like at this point in his career, he's definitely a game manager. And hey, that's cool. But that's why I feel strongly about it. Go ahead, Sean. Can I give you one more point, uh, not to take any more time, but that that's another thing I meant to mention. Um, I just hope that they're not uh, too uh, heavy on uh, Taylor all year. Um, yeah, agreed. Because uh, the problem is, is he can come out and become like uh, Zeke, you know, just get the ball, you know, so many times during the year, and by you know three, four years down the line, he's shot, you know. Uh, yeah. So I I just hope actually, yeah. you know. For his sake, I hope um you know he doesn't rush the ball as nearly much as you would like to give him the ball. You know, you don't want to bang his body you. up too bad. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Jake, you've been sitting there patiently waiting. Are you going to grill me on my take, like Sean? Well, I guess Sean didn't necessarily grill me. He he agreed that they will have a good season, but just then the you know agreed that we could make a Super Bowl, which I can understand. But please, Jake, let the people know what you feel on my take of the Indianapolis Colts making it to the Super Bowl. All right. So I've been drinking this Indianapolis Colts Kool-Aid since they oh, got man. Matt Ryan. Yes. All right. And I have some stats of my own, some points of my own to help with Matt. Uh, one thing that he did point out, fifth and deep accuracy last year. That's something that's very people don't see or is very underrated, especially with the receiving core Matt Ryan had last year. There was no wide receiver A top guy out there. He was slinging the ball to a rookie in Kyle Pitts who took a slow start. And Russell Gage was probably his best wide receiver. And you, yeah, you were still number five in deep accuracy. You also threw for almost 4,000 yards. You also had 20 touchdowns in that offense that was also struggling in a tough in a tough division too i should add so a couple things i wanted to add and i have a hot take i'm gonna get to the we'll do the hot take last because i, I want to see uh sean's face on that uh but a team that comes to mind that i want to talk about is the denver broncos the last last season they had peyton manning they won not because of peyton manning no. they won because of a defense right Peyton Manning threw nine touchdowns and 17 picks. Yeah. He threw for 2,000 yards, and yet they ran away with the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan has never had a defense this year. Think of that. Matt Ryan has never had a running back like Jonathan Taylor. 
Matt Ryan doesn't need to throw the ball 30 to 40 times. You're asking a guy to get you the first down when the running back can't and get you the touchdown passes in those tight windows that a guy that Carson Wentz couldn't get. You also have Naheem Hines, a passing running back that's going to get more touches this year that Matt Ryan also hasn't had. There's a lot of things on this team Matt Ryan has never had, but yet Matt Ryan has still consistently been a professional quarterback. I say that with no judgment or trying to ridicule Matt Ryan. He did win an MVP. But Matt Ryan is that professional quarterback that's going to come in and win you games. Eli Manning was not a guy that was passing for 6,000, 7,000 yards, even though no one does. But you know what I'm saying? Like to pass that much. And yet he got two. He wasn't a gunslinger. Yeah, Yeah, he wasn't a gunslinger. But when it came down to it, he was a professional quarterback in the postseason. Winning you those games throwing those tight window passes. Now, my hot take. Michael Pittman Jr. will be the Julio Jones for Matt Ryan this year. Alec Pierce will be Roddy White for Matt Ryan. Those two guys will have ridiculous numbers this year and Do not be shocked. Do not be shocked when both of these guys have over, and I'm going to say this right here. We can go back to this video. We can go back to the first episode of this podcast. Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce will both have over 1,200 receiving yards this year. Well, you were definitely right about Sean's face. Uh, The guy almost fell out (laughs) of his seat for you guys uh, watching on uh, YouTube. Before you go, Sean. You would think Jake was the Colts fan, all right? I'm the one wearing the jersey. I didn't even say anything that bold, although I love it. I do think MP, you know, MPJ is going to take a, a big, you know, step forward as the wide receiver one in this season. Um, also, too, I mean, Matt Ryan, before Calvin Ridley started gambling on his team, He's had a number one guy that he just had that connection with every single time, whether it was Roddy White, then, you know, insert, you know, Julio Jones, then insert Calvin Ridley. So it is not necessarily crazy to think that MPJ will be that guy. I'm not saying he's going to put up Julio type prime numbers. I'm also not going to say that Alec Pierce is going to put up Roddy White type numbers. Again, people listening, I'm not being biased as to that. But also, too, it wouldn't be shocking from an mpj type um standard if he did put up some some gaudy type numbers um with matt ryan being his quarterback just because again the the offense is predicated off just be accurate you don't got to be gunslinger and that's what Wentz wanted to do i want to throw deep that's not who the colts are this isn't peyton manning you know back in the, the glory years but sean now that you've come back from uh, falling off your chair, please let us know, man, where your, your thoughts right now after uh, Jake just hit you with the one-two combo. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was look, looking for Ashley Kutcher because uh, I thought I was getting punked right here. He thought this he was getting punked. Insane, man. Ashton, where are you? This is crazy, man, <laughs> to say something like that. And the, the thing that got me the most, uh, actually, you know, it, it, not the most, but when you said, 
you went down to your stats. You know, everybody loves stats about the Denver Broncos. There's no team in the when uh, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with that Denver Broncos team. That defense. There's no team in the NFL that has that defense. That defense was phenomenal. You know, yeah, Colt got a good defense, but that defense was phenomenal. Um, and then just you said, I mean, can you repeat what you said? You, you said Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have who? What what numbers? He's going to be as great, if not better, than Julio's best season with Matt Ryan. He's oh, going to Julio have, Jones. Please don't stop unfollowing us, Julio. We he's going Julio. to have uh, over twelve hundred yards, and he's going to do something that Julio couldn't. He's going to find the end zone. Oh no! Okay? No, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I got one thing to say. <laughs> Ashton, Ashton, where are you, Ashton? Come on, man. That's insane, oh, dude. Oh my on, goodness. Man. That's insane. That no. hurts, dude. That hurt. You know, football season is around the corner when Jake is putting out the bold takes. But hey, we love it here on Regular Guys Podcast. I'm on my Skip Bayless. I told (laughs) y'all. We all remember Jake's take last year of the Chiefs. Oh, I said that Andy Reid was going to be. Yeah, we're still shaking our heads at that one. (laughs) Sean saw it. I said that they weren't going to make the playoffs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. They weren't going to make the playoffs. Andy Reid was going to get fired. Obviously, none of that happened. But if you can't get spicy every now and then, then why talk sports with the guys? Yeah. You know? 100%. So, again, you guys let us know down in the comments. Do you agree with our picks? Um, I would say if I have the Colts going to the Super Bowl, who would I have them beating? I'm going to say this from a standpoint because – uh he is a part of our team i'm going to say we beat the vikings and that's just a little shot at uh pj um who's uh you know going to be watching this show also so yeah that's all i'll I'll, I'll leave it at that but you guys let us know who you feel is for sure going to win the super bowl in your opinion let us know if you agree with us and also let us know who you feel your super bowl matchups are going to be um but hey just like that ladies and gentlemen that's our, our our topic, our main topic of discussion. Uh, we had a tremendous time doing this. We're again, we're just so glad to be back. Uh, just again, some things that we have to you have to look forward to going forward from a, a show perspective. Uh, next week, we're going to look to for fantasy lovers all around the world. We're going to look to do some fantasy stuff, uh, do a mock draft with a couple of friends of ours. And I'll give you some fancy advice as to who you should be drafting, who you should be fading, some sleepers, maybe some rookies that you should uh, start favoring a little bit of. Because um, we know, again, fantasy is around the corner. Or fancy drafts, if you haven't already drafted, um, you're going to be looking to do so. I know I have a couple of drafts coming up that I'm preparing for. So we're going to look to do that. And then um, we all remember Feds from last year and his bold takes. Uh, literally, the the episode right before the season all of us here are going to get spicy and we're going to come up with some bold takes of our own because again why not if you can't have bold takes and have fun then why have a show like this people already have a show jake's already started us off with the takes and i'm not (laughs) sure sean can even handle it just wait till that show and you might see 
Sean actually pass out here. No, Ashton is not coming to save you, Sean. I know you wish he was. You'd feel yeah, a lot better. Um, but again, just a little bit of, oh, wait, hold on. I almost forgot. Again, please, regulars, it's been a while. Uh, we're going to go into the hype section. Now, again, as you guys recall, hype is something that we're looking forward to. It could literally be anything. You're reading a, a book that you love. You can't wait to get to the next page. Hey, that's cool. We're not here to knock it. Uh, so going forward, we're going to look to put it on our page. Uh, hopefully you guys can share um, something that you're hyped for. And uh, again, once you interact with us, we'll make sure to read them on the show next week when we uh, record uh, next week's episode. Um, Sean, let the people know something that you're hyped for, man. You know, um, not to stick with the whole podcast thing, I'm just, but I'm just really hyped to be with you guys, man, uh, and starting this thing up with you guys again. Um, I'm glad to be part of it. Um, and I'm just real hyped about this. I'm real hyped about football season and just get to hang out and talk with the guys, man. That, that's what right now, that's what I'm most hyped about. So, you know, I appreciate you guys and uh, let's have a fun year, man. Yeah, man, same. I'd say something that I'm hyped for uh, football season is weeks away. You got college football starting up here shortly. Madden 23 just dropped a couple of days ago. NFL is coming back in a couple of weeks. It is a great time of year. And then to top it off, Regular Guys Podcast is back, my people. It is back. And hopefully better than ever. That's our goal, obviously, is to be better than ever. Um, but that's something I'm hyped for, Jake. Let us know what you're hyped for, man. Man, just just a little bit of everything, like what Sean said, what Matt said. Getting this podcast back is just awesome. Like I was texting Matt months ago, hey, are we going to try to get this going? Things just weren't working out. But, you know, we, we figured it out. We got Sean on here. We got PJ, who's still on the team. And we also got Wes. He's a guy that hopefully we can get on the show so you guys can meet. He's helping us tremendously just with everything, with the reels on TikTok, just making sure we have other platforms for you guys. Um, it's, it's just exciting, man. But one thing I do have to say is I'm saying it now because Matt's in, two, in the same leagues together with me. And Sean knows because I joined his league last year and I just wiped the whole – I wiped the floor with the league. Right, and I won everything. So I'm going to tell Matt and I'm going to tell everybody else if our friends are watching. I'm going to win both our leagues. Okay. I am so Okay, prepared. ladies and gentlemen, we are going to end the episode right there. I'm sorry. I uh, am. Ashton, you must be here also. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I am I so like prepared. I have. Skip Jake. Jake just God. I don't know what we got. Jake Maybe Bayless over here, man. Happy. Jake Bayless. Right. Jake Bayless. Nah, 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 nah. Name. Get out That's here, what it dude. is. I'm gonna bring the mic Good close. <laughs> I just need one thing to happen in our keeper league, and I will win it all. Tell us if that if that see him. <laughs> If Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, I will win my league with Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler as my running backs. Okay. Are you done with so, your uh, hype yet, man? This is nah, man. I'm gonna I'm win it all. No, I'm 
I'm on that, I'm on that show. Let's say right bragging. Right uh, <laughs> be a little yeah, humble, man. Goodness gracious. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but no, well, for our guys, just super happy with everything. I'll let Matt close us out yeah. and then finish it there. Yeah, man. Uh, again, this is uh, something we're just happy for. And again, we look forward to growing this. The chemistry is already great, as you can feel it coming from your headphones as you listen to this, as you can feel it coming from the screen. If you're watching us, um, can't wait. Uh, again, we're just some things that we have uh, cooking up. Again, we uh, got some guys in the background um, that although you may not necessarily see them all the time, like, uh, you know, Jake mentioned, uh, PJ still involved with the show um we also have Wes who's who's hope we hope can definitely take our our reels to the next level and uh just off based off the stuff that I've seen from him that we've seen we are super confident that he can help us do so um and we are looking to potentially do two shows an NFL show and an NBA show so you guys let us know hey if you are interested in that let us know down in the comments man we're definitely Again, we're looking forward to, to reading all that. And again, we're just super, super excited to be sitting here talking. Regular Guys Podcast is back, people. I don't know how many times I got to keep saying this. It is back. We are happy it's back. You're happy it's back. Uh, Sean, any closing uh, statements from you, my good sir? Nah, like and subscribe, guys. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to come out with bangers every week, man. Just like and subscribe. And you, you won't disappoint, guys. Come on now. Yes, sir. All right, Jake, hit us with your closing statements and the outro. All right, guys. Like Sean said, like, subscribe, get your friends on, get your families on, coworkers, whoever likes listening to sports. We're just here to have a good time. Hope y'all enjoy. And we'll be back next week. Peace. You are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast.